Join Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin for a new monthly edition of the Capital Ideas Podcast. It's your look inside one of the world's largest asset managers. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Invest 30 minutes today. American Funds Distributors, Inc. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Our guest is Sean Callow, Senior Currency Strategist at Westpac. Sean, looking at your notes, I, I see that you are gauging risk tolerance here. The Bank of America Fund Manager Survey had some colorful language in it, uh, talking about how the environment screams macro capitulation, investor capitulation, and the start of policy capitulation. The firm expects stocks to bottom in the first half of next year. For you, is that too late, too early? Oh, well, it's a disturbing outlook, that's for sure. Um, it, uh, we think that uh, really you're not going to get a sustained rise in, in sentiment until you've uh, at least got a, an indication of when the, the Fed can see either a pause or at least a slowdown in tightening when it starts to see core inflation uh, easing back. And uh, when perhaps we get some brighter signs out of China's economy. So uh, that's uh, probably at least until the the, the first quarter next year. But uh, on on our base case, it's probably not much later than that. So maybe just early 2023. Let's just talk about the dollar here, Sean, because it is certainly the the story of the year currency-wise, and it's a relentless strength. And it it Mm -hmm. does come against a backdrop of a Federal Reserve, which has got more and more hawkish. And I guess... You know, if markets price in some uh, six months ahead, they may well have priced in all the hawkishness. So we'd be at peak hawkishness, so we'd be at peak dollar. Yeah, look, pricing certainly a big part of it. I mean, uh, for what we do see in terms of the the uh, futures pricing and um, do- dollar positioning there, it, it probably could um, extend a bit further. But uh, so the qu- question, I, I guess, is I, would, I definitely would expect that the dollar would um, would roll over pretty substantially um, if we do get uh, an indication that, that the Fed um, can see that the, the rate tightening cycle is getting close to the peak. But then, then of course, you, you still have the reality of um, do you actually want to be short the dollar and um and long something like the japanese yen um that's a lot of uh, carry uh, that's a lot of a lot of yield to give up um while you're waiting for the dollar to roll over so there, there'll definitely be a lot of caution there particularly with the, the specific um, um macro negatives of uh, currencies such as the euro um mm. which is probably in in recession and, and obviously sterling up uh- in recent weeks, it's really been a story about Sterling getting absolutely hammered by the, uh, well, I guess the dog's breakfast that has been British politics. Now, give us a sense of whether we've now perhaps got seen the worst for Sterling. It's trading at about $1.13. Uh, look, I think we probably have in terms of that uh, brief low, the 103.50. Uh, that was a bit of a, a, a panic um, panic spike down, I, I think. So it's um, sta- stabilising now. And uh, you'd think that there maybe there, there is a bit of um, 
uh, bargain hunting, uh, even in terms of assets uh, that, that uh, people are getting a chance to uh, to pick up some uh, UK assets, property, what have you, um, uh, at, a, at a very cheap cheap level. But um, in terms of the macro picture, it's still extremely difficult. So we're clearly mm. waiting to see what the Bank of England um, will come up with. Uh, they're they're so far, absurdly far above there. Their inflation target. We get new inflation numbers today, looking for about 10% headline. So it's um, pretty awful. They haven't been super quick to tighten policy. Um, so they've pro- probably got to do some more catch up there. So it's just such a very difficult macro environment. And the Bank of England's flagged in recession. So I would really be selling into the, these yeah. rallies. And I'd be surprised if it doesn't drop below 110 pretty soon. Mm. If you look at the recent bounce in in um, in sentiment over uh, getting a little taking on a little bit more risk, uh, the UK rescue is is part of it. But as you say, that's probably not too sustainable. The other aspects are oversold conditions as well as seasonality. They may not be all that sustainable uh, either. There's been some positive over the earnings season. Do you think that might be sustainable? Uh, yeah, look, I'm probably not the best person on the earnings uh, season <laughs> specifically, but but what I certainly would say, looking at, at the the economics and the fundamentals of the the U.S. economy, is that recession talk um, remains very much a forecast. I know a few weeks ago that people say, "Oh, we're already in recession," and uh, here here it is, the the U.S. is cratering, but uh, the jobs numbers uh, still very solid. The services sector is. Uh, really quite quite ro- robust. So yes, it's very difficult con- conditions, but um, in terms of uh, the actual growth pulse of the economy, I think that's pretty pretty helpful. We've got the Atlanta Fed uh, GDP estimate for Q3 running at um, two two point eight percent growth. So that that has to be at least uh, supportive for, um, for to a certain degree for profits. Okay, and you know when you when you look at uh, uh, the other parts of the currency space, what are you liking and what are you not in a very general sense? Uh, look, I mean, short term, the the Kiwi has the uh, the momentum after the the CPI yesterday, but in general, we we um, we do like like the US dollar broadly. I know that's a popular view. We think it's too soon to to call the the peak, but beyond that, in terms of some of um, the, the cross rates to try to leave the dollar out of it. Uh, we think the Aussie is starting to get um, quite cheap on some of the, the cross rates. So we're, we're still really quite bearish on the euro in terms of uh, the winter ahead. We don't think that uh, the European economy is uh, is really prepared for um, the energy squeeze. So I think that keeps rolling on and that the, the euro Euro underperforms against the Aussie, as I say, sterling as well. And um, uh, in, in Australia's case, in general, I think we're, we're just still still expect that there's more to play out in terms of yeah. um, the energy squeeze and that the net energy exporters like Australia will, will end up um, uh, rallying over the next few months. President Xi mentioned security 91 times in his speech on Sunday compared to just 60 mentions of the economy. So bet against uh, bet against the, the the currency there. Yeah, well, um, you could certainly be um, be betting against the the economy. I would say, and um, whether the currency is the best way to do that, um, and mm. I, I doubt it. I think it's probably more for for equities. So so it's very hard to be to be bullish there. Uh, Chinese equity earnings over the, the next few few months, um, given that that um, attitude. But the currency itself, remember, is still on a very tight leash from the the central bank. Thank you so much, Sean. Sean Callow, the senior currency strategist at Westpac, getting his uh, take on currencies in the market.